Live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to VUSC Live on Brimbank Live. Welcome everyone. Today we are live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia. You are listening to VUSC Live on Brimbank Live. My name is Adelina and my co-hosts today are Matilda, Astra and Chrislyn. Today we have our special guest who is one of our lovely tutors at VUSC, Adil. Um, hi Adil, welcome to the show. Hi Adelina, nice to see you. <laughs> nice to see you too. Um, so first of all, who are you and what role do you play in this school? I mean, we know your name is Adil, but who are you and why are you here? <laughs> Get out. Yeah, no. interrogation. <laughs> so I am a tutor at the school, which means that I have a list of people who I go around and help. And if other people ask me for help, I can't say no. Um, <laughs> oh, no. So I'm a student teacher. Um, all tutors in the current tutoring program are either studying to be teachers, they're qualified as teachers, or they're retired. Um, mm -hmm. I'm in my second semester of study. Mm. Okay. Um, most students tend to be later along. I guess I'm just a keen bean. Yeah, you're just you're just really smart. Yeah. Um, and I'm an English tutor yeah. in literacy classes. Mm. Um, you mentioned that like you were very a keen bean, as you would say, as you call yourself. Um, what other uh, careers did you have in your life? Oh, so in my previous life, I was a museum collections uh, officer. Um, I think I've mentioned this to you before, yes, but I'll yes, tell yes, you the yes. full story. So when I went to university mm. after school, I remember saying to my teachers, I think I want to do teaching. They were like, don't do teaching. Um, <laughs> um, I think partly because I was academically strong mm. and they said it would be a waste, which is a bit sad. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so I avoided making a decision. I went straight into chemistry, math, Oh, English, wow. politics, mm. oh. Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Science. And I still couldn't make a decision after I finished my undergrad. <laughs> so I went on to cultural material conservation mm -hmm. at the wow. University of Melbourne, which is a way mm. of combining art and science and cultural studies all right. into one. That's cool. Um, and I really, really liked that in theory, like the mm. concept, the ideas you're grappling with, the construction of history and culture through material. Brilliant. It was so cool. Um, oh, sorry. Did oh. you want to continue? Were you going to? Oh, uh, I was just about to say that like during like f with this study, area of study, um, what was like the most that you got it, got out of it? Like how did it improve your worldview? How did it like affect your life? Cultural material conservation and museum studies. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I think one of the biggest takeaways was seeing firsthand from the inside how historical narratives are constructed out right. of historical evidence mm. because history and the past are not the same thing. Yeah, yeah are definitely. They? Histories are stories that we tell ourselves about the past mm. and they can be revised. They do change for various reasons that people might have based on certain <laughs> interests, mm. yeah. certain values. Mm. Um, and the way that control of those stories can be gatekept mm. by people in authority yeah, and people definitely. with um, access to material and power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Would you like anything more specific on that? Uh, elaborate if you want to. <laughs> um, we don't mind. I don't know. A few, there were, sometimes you would get people calling the museum Mm. Um, asking about specific items that they might have seen on display, saying, oh. I think this is relevant to, this might have been owned by a relative of mine. Oh. Can I see it? 
Oh. Mm. And the question you'd get back from the curator when you take that request up is, what's in it for us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what would be in it for a curator in theory? Mm. Like the, the goal of the museum, the vision is to, um, in theory, <laughs> to maintain culture. Right. To tell that story of culture back to people and to tell, to empower people to tell their own histories. Mm. So why would a curator ask in it, ask what's in it for us mm. if somebody's asked to see and that asked to see an object to which they have a relationship? Right. Yeah. No monetary gain. Yeah. The arts are poorly funded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. You mentioned before that you wanted to be a teacher, but mm. people kind of talked you out of it. But did you have any other aspirations when you were younger? When I was really little, I wanted to be an artist. <laughs> really yeah. smart. Um, anything else? Anything else? That you can remember? That I could remember. I wanted to be an artist when I was very small. I thought maybe I wanted to be a scientist. Mm. When I was in around that sort of like year six to year eight mm -hmm. and you're like reading all the science magazines mm -hmm. um bad at making decisions i think that's what i am <laughs> uh, all right so um you spoke to us before about how like you would hold advice not to be a teacher but like eventually like you're here now and you're a tutor so like what essentially led you to become a te to teaching mm, that's a good question so one of my first jobs out of my master's degree was a tutoring job mm. um I think I did a little bit of tutoring of my kids in the year below me just after I graduated from high school, mm. but I came back to it um, for like basically K up to 12 tutoring as a part-time job after I graduated from university. And I held that down part-time um, while I was working at the museum, while mm. I was stacking shelves, while I was like planting things in gardens, whatever <laughs> other jobs I had. And it was just this rock. And I would, even if I was feeling bad in whatever other work I had, I would always come back to tutoring and feel better. Mm. Um, and I think after I left the museum, because I just couldn't stay anymore, yeah. I kept tutoring mm. and it felt good. Uh, <laughs> so like about tutoring, like what's one of your favorite things about like teaching like young people and teaching students? Seeing them grow. Mm. Oh, that's um, really nice. One of my year 11 tutoring students, private tutoring students, I've had him since he was in year five. Mm. Oh, I know. <laughs> Turns out you get bigger and your, your brains do things. And like, <laughs> you change and you go through phases. It's amazing. Like mm. even just watching you all this year, you've like learn things and you're bigger and you grow. We get to have conversations. You. You're also beautiful. Aww. Oh, no. Okay, well, before you were talking about, you kind of briefly mentioned which degrees you had. What, can you go into more detail about your degrees? <laughs> oh, yes, please tell us. Once you have a certain number, it starts to actually get kind of embarrassing. <laughs> so I don't think so. I I think people are always learning. That's so. true. That's true. But mm. you don't actually need a degree to learn. Mm. Fair it helps. It helps. Right. Um, so I have a Bachelor of Arts, majoring in politics, minoring in English. Mm. Um, I have a Bachelor of Science with a double major in chemistry. Wow. I have a Master of Cultural Material Conservation and I'm doing a Master of Teaching. Oh, God. So That's so a lot of stuff. I That's could never. What <laughs> <laughs> a student. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was university like? Was it stressful? Mm, yes. Yes. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Just yes. But um, it was more flexible and more mm. freeing than school. Mm. Um, it is in some ways more forgiving in that. Oh, no, you can finish this. Oh, is that yeah, like on. you get to – yeah, I know you told me to ignore. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> the hand signs. Um, You get to choose. You don't have to do English mm. at university if you don't want to. You don't have to do a science at university if you don't want to. You can switch degrees mm. if you want to mm. and you get to actually just focus mm. on something that you – love or that you want to dedicate yourself to that is nice just mm. I didn't do it I obviously <laughs> didn't choose but mm. the fact that you have that freedom is quite nice mm. which year did you find like the hardest like what was the most stressful chemistry prac <laughs> <laughs> um and some people are really good at that people who are really organized really type a really on it mm. um prac is great for them yeah I'm kind of scattered. You saw the handwriting in my yeah. hand before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the most organized person. Um, I tend to run on like intuition and instinct more mm. than anything. And not that that's good or that's bad, but knowing yeah. those things about yourself right. can really help. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I got through Prague and you can learn to do things that aren't your strength. Right. Um, that's what I needed to do. Was there like an experience in uni that like, or like expectations that you had um, in high school about uni that didn't live up to its expectations or did live up to its expectations? Ooh. What did I expect university to be like? I've never been much of a thinker about my future, <laughs> which is not good. Um, what did I expect in university? I guess I expected to more intellectual inquiry in some mm. ways there is scope for that in tutorial discussions you do have some really fiery debates which is very cool <laughs> um there was one politics tute where i i like accidentally had a double shot of coffee just before it um but what it comes down to mm. um your work is still assessed. Right. You still have to meet that rubric. It is still assessment. And mm. sometimes you just need to get it done. Mm. Um, and that's fine. That's life. Mm. Right. Did uh, you find it easier? Because um, you know how in university they mm. say the teachers kind of don't hound you for the work and stuff, right? Ooh. Do you find it easier when they're more relaxed about it? You're just left to your own devices? Only if you're self-motivated. Mm. if you are not going to do it, if no one yells at you to do it, <laughs> that's when it hits you. I might need to hire someone to yell yes, at me. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and there are people to do that. Um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to VOC Live on Bring Back Live, live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Adelina and my co-hosts are Matilda, Astra and Chrislyn and our special guest today is Adil. <laughs> Who was your greatest inspiration when you were growing up? Oh, my God. <laughs> my parents. Your parents? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. My parents. Because they, they're they refugees mm. of a slightly unusual variety in that um, they've always – they're – political refugees right? right and ever since I was little they were always involved in every single thing <laughs> always standing up yeah. for every tiny little injustice that they saw oh, that's um, cool. 
and it probably made us a nuisance to be around. <laughs> but I think nuisances are how a society gets better. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think I've come, I've made my peace with being annoying <laughs> because of them. I don't mm. think anyone thinks you're annoying. But yeah. You have to annoy people sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah. Adil, um, you said that your families were like, your family was, uh, was refugees. Yeah. Mm. Um, being like an Asian woman on this panel with you, um, d- is like the stereotype of like hard hitting, like Asian parents, was that something that you grew up with since they were like such a big inspiration for you? Was that was their pressure something that you had to deal with or was it more like you can do what you want, I will support you regardless? Mm, somehow both, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, they, like- yeah, like they would express severe disappointment if they knew I hadn't done my best right. at anything. Yeah, yeah, and they often thought that my best was better than what I thought my best was. Mm. And typically they were right. <laughs> I remember the one time I got a B in English. Mm, I got mm, a B mm. and it was on my report card. My mum said, why'd you get a B? And I said, because I didn't hand in my major essay. <laughs> <laughs> and she made me spend my summer doing it. Oh, oh, no. well. yeah, it taught me a lesson I needed to learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we talked about your like overall inspiration, but did you have any influential teachers while you were in school? In school. <laughs> Miss Musrad, um, year 11 English. Mm. Um, every time she would read Sadako and the Thousand Paper Craze, she would cry. Oh, oh wow. Um, Every time she also didn't have a good poker face. She would giggle at everything. She could never explain plot structure without giggling. Um, But I remember in year 12, we had to pick a pair of texts, our own free choice to Mm. study. Mm. I chose things fall apart. Oh, Oh. I know. And she was the only teacher in the school who knew it. And so I got sent to her and she was like, she cried Aww. explaining that novel to me. She said, it's so sad. It's a tragedy. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's always kind of stuck in my head that there was somebody who actually took the time out of their day mm. to help me understand a text, not simply analytically mm. or in terms of its components, but in terms of the affect. Right, right, right. How it right. makes you feel, mm. how it gets you right there. Mm. Because mm. from there you can build out exactly. and actually analyze yeah. it deeply. Right. Um, speaking about like how um, your English teacher was like a great influence to you when you were um, a student, how do you feel like today that you've been influenced by her to like like perform well and like strive and hmm. perform well and strive? I think I don't know if striving is necessarily something that. Mm-hmm. I have as a core value. Mm. I think I'm driven yeah. by curiosity rather curiosity. than ambition. Right. Um, because ambition mm. has mm. a way of getting into specifically my head. I'm not saying ambition is great for some people. Yeah. For <laughs> yeah. me, it will eat me from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot have that. Um, yeah. So it's curiosity yeah. more than anything. Yeah, what gives you joy? What yeah. gives you right. yeah. what do you love? Because yeah. there's no point in doing something that you're not in love with and mm. like yeah. And it is a luxury yeah. to yeah. do that. And it's so it's luxury. about finding the compromise. Yeah. Mm. You know, how can I build a better world? How can I survive? And how can I find vocation? Does teaching fulfill you? 
ultimately, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, it, as much as I am any kind of teacher. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, is it what fuels you? If is it what fulfills you the most? I don't know. <laughs> I think that there are a myriad, a multitude of ways right. that any human can find fulfillment. Mm. Um, and we can only know, we can only work with the data we have. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I've not experienced every single thing in the world and mm. I'm never going to. Right, right. I can make the best of what I have right here, right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is pretty good. <laughs> I yeah. think I come out of most classes smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't ask for much more. Oh, you've been working at this school for a little while and I've seen you in a few classes and stuff. Um, what's your favourite thing about the students at this school? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you love us? <laughs> Why do I love you? Um, you're so engaged mm. um like even on the days when i can see in your eyes that your soul is dead <laughs> you just want to sleep mm. um you have such interesting questions you have such insightful comments and thoughts you're expanding yourselves not just as scholars <laughs> but as people yeah. right mm. and the scholar and the person are not separate mm. right Right. Um, how do you feel like at this school, like how do you feel like student ideas are very like insightful, like when you're teaching and you like learn, do you learn stuff from the students as well? As hmm. Oh, I think I learned plenty in that literature class <laughs> when, I was, when I was covering for Miss Wilson. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was very unhinged at times. <laughs> I mean, unhinged can be good though. Yeah, yes, unhinged kind of is very good. got extremely yeah. off topic there, didn't we? Yeah, no, no, it was fine. Um, and the challenge is always, you always learn something when a student gets really off topic because you're like, mm. okay, yeah. can I link this back to the learning? <laughs> and we usually could, couldn't we? Yeah, yes, yes, Almost yes, everything. Yes, yes, Remember yes. when we were talking about ad adapting Lolita? Yes, yeah, of adaptation? course. Right, yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, do you have any like particular hobbies outside of teaching? Like what, are, what else piques your interest? In? Arguably too many. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, see. the indecision's coming back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, She's rearing her head. <laughs> let's see. So, watercolor, art, comics, museum mm, making. Um, the stickers you made for us. The stickers, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. um, songwriting. No. Songwriting. Oh, oh, um, rock climbing. Mm. What else? Oh, my gosh. I just wasn't <laughs> expecting it from you. Oh, yeah, that's why I always have my sleeves down because otherwise you can oh, see God. my like massive biceps. <laughs> okay, you need to start wearing sleeper shirts now. Okay, um, I'm, I'm really sorry, but that's all we have time for. Thank you for our amazing guest, Adil. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We love you. We love you so much. Yeah. I'm so happy you agreed me. to talk to us. Yeah. Um, so this is, um, today we're live from Victoria University in Melbourne, in Australia, and you have been listening to VOC Live on Bring Bank Live. Live from Victoria University Secondary College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to VOC Live on Brimbank Live. 